Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everyone? And welcome to a brand new edition of Battle Red Radio. I, of course, am Corey DLG. And with me, as always, is producer Nico. Hello. That's right. So how is everybody doing? Everyone having a great time? We want to thank you guys for listening and hanging out with us. It is a Thursday edition, which means it's just going to be a quick evaluation of a couple of things. Probably going to talk about the Thursday night game and talk about a little bit of news around the league. But this is going to be filed under one of the quick hit episodes of Battle Red Radio. Nico, I got a question for you. All right. I might have an answer. It doesn't have to be the right one, but uh, with 32 quarterbacks currently evaluated, mm-hmm. where what do you think the NFL's total QBR ranking for Davis Mills has him ranked? Man, like between 1 and 32? Between 1 and 32. I got to go with. I'm going to say 30, 30. You're going to say 30? I'm going to say two people are worse than him. You are only wrong by one. He is 29th. Dang, I was really close. (laughs) You were really close. Uh, Worse than him is Joe Flacco, who is, if you say Joe Flacco is still in the league, there are people who are surprised by that. Justin Fields. And Baker Mayfield. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in Baker Mayfield. I, I I go to bat for him. I think he is a Baker. I think he's a middle of the league quarterback, somewhere between thirteen and twenty and you know, twenty two ish. And right now Carolina's struggling really bad. And so he's looking really bad. Uh, I mean that team is just terrible, unfortunate. They they are, unfortunately. You're not wrong about that. So Total QBR is – let me tell you what, what ESPN call, says it is. This is adjusted total quarterback rating, which values the quarterback on all play types on a 0 to 100 scale, adjusted for the strength of opposing defenses faced. Okay. Seems really for example, This is like the worst math formula ever. This is this – is, but it's probably one of your most accurate ways to evaluate – this is a play-by-play grade on every decision they made on every play, basically, in a in a number yeah. format. Things just got a, this thing's just got a ton of data in it. That's why exactly, it's exactly. Number of points contributed by a quarterback, accounting for QBR and how much he plays above the level of an average quarterback. That's one of the stats that's determined from this. It's called PAA. Davis Mills stacking up a minus eleven point one. I love that these scales go negative. It's, it's definitely not a compliment to go negative. By the way, so right now I've got it sorted by QBR. By this PAA number, he is third worst. So he would be 30th by, by this PAA. I'm a genius. I was right the whole time. You just lied there's, to me. There's only two numbers worse. Carson Wentz, who I do think is a bad quarterback, and Baker Mayfield, 
who is sporting a monster minus 17 and a half. Let's go, Baker. That's not that's not uh, any way to get it done. You know who's not on this list so far? Mitchell Trubisky. The True Biscuit. Uh, the True Biscuit is somewhere on this list. No, I meant like at like the bottom like three. Oh no, he's not. He's not on and I don't see him. Not oh, anywhere. here he goes. His number is he is twenty fourth in the league. And he is a minus four point eight. Look at that. So minus four. <laughs> Good job, True Biscuit. Yeah, more than half better than Davis Mills. Oh, these are number of plays on which the quarterback has a non-zero expected point contribution. Includes most plays that are not handoff. Okay, all right. So this is how many passing opportunities, basically. Davis Mills is 168. Just at a quick glance, that's probably going to put him like in the middle of the league. Let me. I'll do. We'll see if it's if it's going to cooperate and do a quick sort here. Oh, Dave puts him right in the middle. He's tied for 16th. All right. Literally right in the middle. Right. So he has passed exactly half as much as 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 most. Number one is 219 with Carson Wentz. Oof. Poor guy. Um, I mean, there's a lot of numbers here. Here we go. Expected points added on sacks with low leverage plays downweighted. These are these are getting complicated. So basically, this one seems to be rating everyone like this is this is a negative factor taking sacks when you shouldn't is what it looks like it's saying. Right? Yeah. And we are oh we oh oh twenty fifth. Yeah, I was like we're pretty minus bad four point nine. We are uh, penalties. I'm assuming these are going to be quarterback base penalties, delay of games. Too many men in the huddle, that kind of thing. It's not a ton. We don't get a lot of penalties. I I would agree with that. Ninth. Yeah, at least not on... Yeah, see? Pretty good. Top 10 in the league. Okay. That's one thing we don't do. The raw QBR, which is valuing the quarterback but not adjusting for opposing defenses. Uh Uh-huh. Let's see how we scale. We drop back one spot. We go from a 28.4 to a 28.3. So we become 30th. Man, see, Corey, I was right the whole time. Um, You know, taking into account the Bears were a good defense, and allegedly the Colts were supposed to be a good defense. So we've played, and Denver allegedly is a good defense. And the Chargers are, are a good defense. So... We played four decent defenses. The problem is we we don't make good choices. Ah oh, man, it's almost like our quarterback's not that good. It it feels that way. It does feel that way. And so I think that that's kind of the thing to math on today is just look kind of chew on these numbers a little bit. Uh, we've got tomorrow to really evaluate the matchup and, and go over how I think how we think we're going to do in this game over the weekend. Uh, we know. Colton already made his picks. Uh, he's got to dig himself out of a hole. He's got himself. He's got himself in a bit of a bind there. Uh, and yeah. he predicted I'm about to go on the Schneid. So, oh, you went. You went what? One and one, two weeks in a row. 
Uh, last week I went zero and two, and then I went one and I went one and one two weeks ago. Zero and two this week. The Chargers, hey, your undefeated, Chargers your undefeated up, record already tarnished. Yeah, the Chargers game went went turned turned on me pretty quick. They're like, oh no. Yeah, that was that was a rough one. Well, if they're gonna get, if if the five and a half doesn't cover, then obviously the over's gonna hit, right? Like it's that's that's one of the boats. I mean, yeah. that's, that is the way it is. If you're going to lose by more than six points, more than likely the over hits. So the game just, and it was all in the fourth quarter. It was, it was, it was, I, I wasn't, listen, I would have rather the win than me be right. I'll say that. Uh, although if they won, I would have been right, but that's okay. Uh, before we get any further, let's do some ad reads here. Let me tell you guys. Now my screen wants to load again. Excellent. We're real professionals here at Battle Red Radio. This is what we do. Oh my gosh. What's, I mean, come on. Let me tell you guys about the latest party to hit the Houston scene. Custom geek parties. Everything from corporate team building exercises, geek themed weddings, RPG parties, board game parties, cosplay parties, and more. Call Gamers Inner Circle at 281-746-4260. Gamers Inner Circle at 281-746-4260. Gamers Inner Circle. Are you in yet? Let me tell you guys about Asin Law Firm. It's never a good idea to drink and drive, but what if you had a few beers at the game and you know you're not drunk, but you get pulled over and arrested anyway? You need a law firm that knows how to try DWIs. Someone who won't just plead you out quickly. You need a lawyer who has spent uh, hundreds of hours in a supervised lab situation learning the sciences used in DWI cases. Uh, A lawyer ACS qualified to be a designated lawyer scientist. Because these cases aren't like other kinds of cases. Your positive outcomes may very well depend on who better understands and presents the sciences at trial. Attorney Brian Asen is a designated lawyer scientist, and the lawyers at Asen Law Firm have successfully tried and won many of these cases. Call Asen Law Firm at 832-209-2297, Asen Law Firm at 832-209-2297, or visit DWILawyerHouston.com. <clears throat> okay, so... Those are the heartbreaking numbers this today about Davis Mills. Um, one of the tight ends we cut, Farrell Brown. The Browns went ahead and picked him up because he's caught balls and touchdowns from one Deshaun Watson, who is able to go back in the building and start practicing with the Browns, I believe, after this weekend's games. Oh, man. Yeah, so they're going to let him practice for like two or three weeks, three or four weeks, and then he'll be eligible to play the game. Or he's eligible back in the building now, and then after a couple of weeks he'll be eligible to, to play, and then after a couple more weeks, or eligible to practice, and then after a couple more weeks eligible to play. So he's, I think, allowed back in the building after this weekend's games. That's really weird to think about. It's crazy to think that he hasn't been in anything for like two years. Yeah, I'm really curious what kind of quarterback he's going to be. What is it going to look like? I mean, listen, he could go out and throw on a field. To Like, there are ways around this. Like, you can monitor the Browns facility and make sure he doesn't show up there. But maybe the coach calls his buddy Todd, who is running workouts across town, and the Browns receivers show up for an hour a week. Uh, and run some routes for a friend who might look like Deshaun Watson. Like, stuff like that. Tom Brady used to do stuff like that where 
the second a guy would sign to the Patriots, not this part's not unallowed. He would just do it on his own, though. He, the team wouldn't do it. The second someone might draft or sign with the Patriots, he would fly him down to wherever he was at and just start throwing balls with them to get comfortable with them. Yeah. So, so it's just, it's a it's a really different thing when like oh hey look I have a new teammate let's let's start to get acquainted versus uh hey you're not allowed to be here can you leave <laughs> it is a death it is a very weird boat you're you're 100 correct it is an odd boat that Deshaun Watson finds himself in there's no getting around that yeah I, I, I mean like just one of two ways either he hasn't thrown a football to anyone in two years and he's horribly rusty. Or he is so like fine edged because he hasn't had to deal like with anything. Like his body's just really healthy. I mean, it might yeah. be. I don't know. He might be out of shape. He might. I don't know. Who like? There's a million ways until you see him. Uh, right. I I I would like to think he has taken this time off. This is the softest, most out of shape, most inaccurate Deshaun Watson ever. That's what I want. Yeah, I mean, there's, just, there's honestly, there's a good chance that. That would be awesome. I would love it. I would love it. Um, yeah. So again, I want this to be like a. I want this to be like a forty-zero Texans victory. That would be great. That is week eleven coming up. Uh, right now, though, the Colts are going to be in Denver tonight, kicking off week five of the NFL. Man, two teams we've already played playing each other, and. Played them close, and we don't think very highly of. Yeah, they're both terrible. So, the spread is uh, Denver getting three and a half points. So, the home team advantage, the home basically. Team. The home team is slightly better than a field goal. The over-under is 42. Like, man, I don't know. It's going to be really hard to be like, we go over because they're going to score a million points, and we're going to go under because they're both awful. Well, they are both awful, but 21 points apiece is not a lot in football. Yeah. Um, go over, go Broncos. I just yeah, don't believe I, in Matt Ryan. I, I'm going to take the Colts getting three and a half because that's over a field goal. So if they lose by three, they win. Right. I see what you mean. Uh, I am going to take the over, though, the 42. I just I feel like I don't – there's a lot of room for error there. Neither defense is playing great. Neither offense is all that spectacular, though. Yeah. Like, um, I could easily see this game being, like, 30 to, like, 24. Or 13 to 7. Yeah. Like, either one of these options, I'm like, eh, I don't really have as much faith in defense about closing these out as a thing. No, I'm with you on that. Um, like, I don't think either of these defenses are going to be good enough to be like, dang, they really shut him out. Yeah, well, and and while Russell Wilson has turned it on in the fourth quarters of games here, he did, the, just overall that team is such a mess. I don't know. And here's the thing that, that does interest me is Jonathan Taylor, who coming into this year was considered the running back King this year was the was the best running back in the league. He only has one rushing touchdown so far. You know what good what good running backs do. Uh, as of right now, they've got him listed as out for the game, though. You know, like good running backs. So you know, and I'm gonna go ahead and show up to the game. I'm gonna go ahead and take the under. 
I'm going to take the under. I'm still going to take the Colts, but I'm going to take the under. Uh, I just don't know that there's enough points out there. You're like, actually, never mind. <laughs> well, with no, Jonathan, here. like, it's like if you're counting on Matt Ryan to score the points, yeah, I, I'm, I really, I feel like Jonathan Taylor could have a breakout game here, but, but not if he's not playing. That's a fair point. <laughs> I mean, fair it's... point. That's kind of it, right? Yeah. So this, watch this be like the one game Matt Ryan gets like a million points. That I mean, listen, that he needs it. He definitely needs it, uh, but I don't think I don't think it's the case. I do want to follow up on a story that we touched on yesterday. Okay. Colton asked me a question, and he said, "Hey, how do you feel about Bobby Wagner of the Rams just obliterating that protester as he ran on the field?" And I said, "It's a great clip, but it's not something you want to encourage. There's definitely a lot of reasons why." Blah 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 blah. Not a good idea. Yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. want. You don't really want to see it. Today it's leaked that the protester has filed a police report against Bobby Wagner. Genius. So he wants to press charges against Bobby Wagner for what Bobby for 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 Bobby Wagner hitting him on the field. I don't know, Doug. That's going to be a tough case to call. What do you think? What's your initial thought on that? Uh, I would can, if I was Bobby the judge. Wagner, if can he, Bobby if we, Wagner lay a guy out for trespassing? Yeah, hundred percent. So you would you would throw this case out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially because like I understand it's a sports fan, and I understand that, like oh, but he was a protester. It's like yeah, but you also you don't know what people can do. Well, and and if you there's two different viral videos come out from this hit. One of them is from the opposite side, and one of them is from the high side facing the Rams' sideline. That's a really good shot of Bobby Wagner laying the guy out. On the opposite side, the one that's at the sideline level, one of the security guards pretty clearly like blows his knee out trying to chase this guy. And Bobby Wagner, in his statement to the media, was like, well, I saw a guy that was hurt on the field already. You never know what these guys have on them. I was concerned about the safety for everybody and everything that was going on. I just wanted to end it as quickly as possible. I think it's exactly the right thing to say in that situation to get him out of everything. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because like I was saying, like you, you never know. Guy rolls up with a gun, you know, or a knife or anything, like hurts anyone. Like, yeah, you just wanted the situation to be over. And if I'm a giant football player, that seems like a pretty good option. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, and I just think that it's the right way to do it. If you're the protester, I guess the question really becomes, what did you think was going to happen? Uh, I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is that he's like, but you see, like, he used excessive force. It's like, you ran into a football field. What did you think was going to happen? Right, that's my question. It's like, what did he think the outcome of him running on a football field was going to be? He thought he'd get a slap on the wrist and then nothing would happen to him. Instead, he got laid out. (laughs) I gotta be honest, it sucks to be wrong. Look, you look. I tell this to everyone. Do you want to die on this hill? This guy was not prepared to die on this hill. Right, right. <laughs> Sucks to be wrong, man. Like, look, like I don't know what you wanted, but you sure as heck didn't get it. <laughs> Can't imagine this was on anyone's agenda. It's like got, it absolutely demolished. Perfect. Got laid 
out. And trying to sue him like like he was in he was doing well. The wrong no lawsuit, thing. but press charges. Oh, press charges. My apologies. He filed a police report, which probably is the first step towards a lawsuit. But he did That's, follow a police. Report. It's like a terrible, terrible video. This guy was streaming like I don't know on like Twitch or something, and someone broke into his house with a gun. And so he ends up like fighting the guy with the gun, and getting it from him, and like throws him out of his house and closes the door. And then the guy's like, "Hey, can I have my gun back? I'll just leave. I promise." <laughs> and then he's like, "What? No!" And then he's like, "I'm gonna call the police." He's like, "You broke into my house <laughs> on video." <laughs> it's the funniest thing on the planet. <laughs> That's so great. He's like, uh, I'm calling the police. Leave. <laughs> that's that's great. I yeah, that's fantastic. Like that's that's what that's what I imagine. So are you pressing charges? Well you see, officer, this guy beat me up. <laughs> like, well, what were you doing? Oh my gun. All because I broke into his house and threatened his life. Yeah. <laughs> How to give yourself a felony. Yeah, basically. So you're admitting to breaking to his home, correct? And you admit to owning to having a handgun on you when you did it, and showing the firearm to him. Oh, it's like a it's like a rifle. It's not a handgun. Oh man, yeah, that's a that's a that's a felony. Like the addition of the gun makes it a felony, no matter what he wants to say or do after that. Yeah, same with this protester. What was he thinking? What is he thinking? Even pressing charges? Honestly, like this is like the worst. This is the worst. Whoever told him, like, you should press charges. Stop hyping him up. Stop gassing yeah. him up. Dude, this be is the a worst better decision friend. of his life. Yeah, be a better friend. Tell him, don't do it next time. Don't tell him you should press charges now. It's too late. Yeah, like, there's clearly someone being like, you should press charges. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a genius idea. You're right, I should. No, you're wrong. He should not. You're incorrect. That is a bad decision. <laughs> Oh, man. So, I haven't heard a lot of uh, outcry publicly about the Cameron Brake situation. And I heard someone on the radio say today that they expect the league, the Players Association, to try and get a quick investigation. I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Done before the start of this week's games. So, I guess keep an eye out today at some point for headlines to break on what they're going to do about the concussion protocol stuff. Ooh. This is this is a big deal, man. This is But this, this is going to they're going to hide it. They're going to get out. They're going to do their best that nobody talks about the fact that Cameron Brake talked his way out of concussion investigations. Yeah, no. I understand, but I'm just saying like this if it's not now, it'll it'll ha- Oh, for sure. For sure. If it not if it's not now. No, it's going to happen more. And I mean, it's football. It'll happen again. And if they don't actually get into it and address it, I don't know what a quick investigation even is supposed to mean, let alone what it's supposed to accomplish. So I do agree with that. Quick investigation. Like yeah. I don't, quick like, ad I don't, break. What is that even like? <laughs> we did it. <laughs> like it's an episode of Dora the Explorer. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what that's going to get to. Okay. All right, let's not dwell on this though. Let's let's wrap up this episode of Battle Red Radio. So, Nico, did you make a pick there with the Colts and the Broncos? Uh, I'm going. I'm going Broncos, and I'm going over because I just I, I have a feeling that none of these defenses are going to stop anything. 
All right, so you're taking the minus three and a half. You're taking the points, three points. It's always a good, it's always a good move, and you're going over. I am taking the Colts, and I'm going under. Yeah, we classic, are... classic contrarians like we always are. Can't argue that. All right, we're going to read some ads, and we're going to get out of here ourselves. Thanks, everybody, for listening to another edition of Battle Red Radio. Everybody hang out and have a great day. Let me tell you guys first, though, about Splat Indoor Paintball. It's time to trade in your face masks for masks, load up your hoppers, and go to war with your friends. Is it too hot? Too rainy? Too cold? No problem. Splat Zone Indoor Paintball has you covered. Literally, it's Splat Zone Indoor Paintball. Round up the family and get to 11260 Hempstead to check out Splat Zone Indoor Paintball today. It's low-impact, family-friendly. They're trying to build youth leagues for everybody to get out there and have a good time and get organized and enjoy the paintball experience. 11260 Hempstead, Splat Zone Indoor Paintball. If if you're checking out their website, Splat Zone Indoor Paintball, type in Battle Red Splat and get 5% off any online orders or reservations you make. Uh, Let me tell you guys also about the Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More, Adventure Stadium. Right there at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard, Suite 130 in Conroe, Texas, at Marcel Town Center. It is the second story of what is one of the cleanest, family-friendliest, nicest places you could go to be a nerd. The adventure begins. Nico and I go there, and we do our nerd stuff all the time. This is where we get our nerd on regularly. And on the second floor, there's a great sports memorabilia, sports card, shop, all kinds of great stuff, signed items, things of that nature, as well as panini cards, upper deck, all those different things. Get up there, spend your money, have a great time. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More, the Adventure Stadium at the Marcel Town Center on the second floor. All right, thanks, everybody, for listening. Everybody have a great day. This was another Battle Red Radio Quick Hits. We will be back tomorrow to set up the Texans matchup for this weekend. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great day.